0: Okay, so we'll start off with a uh, real, really a Pelbekah Gemora, Gemora Eruhend of Lamud Base and with Base. Gemora says, We have a maklaikas whether the original Kedusha of Eretz Israel, whether it was a lasting Kedusha or if it was uh, in this battle. So, my taima Demanda Amar. Kedusha Rishona, Kedusha Lishaita. What is the opinion of the, the one that says that the, that kedusha was only a temporary kedusha? kiche but it did not make a future, you know, a lasting, a lasting kedusha. Dixiv, because the Possek says when when Klausel come back from the Babylonian Persian exile under Ezra and Nehemiah. Viyasu bnei Hagolah, hashavim min the ones that have come back from the exile, sukkos, they made sukkos. Viyashru and they dwelt in sukkos. Ki lo miyamei Yehoshua bin Nun, Cain bnei Israel. The Jewish people had not done this. Since the day of Yeshua ben Nun, so the Gemara says, says I have a video. Simply no, then it was a tremendous joy. In fact, the Gemara is it possible that Dovid, the entire names of Dovid Melach, didn't make succas all the way until Ezra, Dovid, Shlomo, Basa Migdish, Yidin, living in Eretz Israel. Such a high level of Shlemus and Tikkun, Kamat, the perfect Tikkun, and we didn't we, we make Sukkos. Elamakish Biosam Bimei Ezra, awesome be Rather, it's, it's, it's comparing the coming, the colossal came back to Eretz soil in the days of Ezra to the way that we came back, the way that we came into Eretz soil in the days of Yeshua. My awesome. be me, Yeshua, Manu, shmitin the Yovelos, the Kid Show, Are Homa. So they they the Shmita and Yovel, they set aside cities, special cities, uh, they were enclosed. i Bime Biosom Ezra, Manu, Shmitos, the Yovelos, the Kid Are Homa. So too. We see that we had to re sanctify it. It came back in the times of Ezra, it had to be re sanctified again. Now, Rashi over there says, So, but what's the shot?" Let's come back to the Possek, though. But the Possek says that they did something that they had not done since the days of Yeshua. It sounds like it's talking about sukkahs. So, Rashi says, the haki lo also, this, that they did not do is not going on sukkahs, rather it's going on ki ma shasu achshav mimos yeshua, which is to sanctify the land of Israel. But Moshe wants to know, but wh- wh- where's the shot? What is it that wasn't done since the days of Yeshua and uh, 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 until, until now? so he connects it with famous Gemara. the famous Gemora the Gemora says that when klausel came back from the goals from the first exile which was which was um uh, we were unfortunately seeped in a vodozora when we uh, exiled the first time the, the the entire land i mean under menashe it was Kemat. The Torah was forgotten. The whole place was filled with, with Avodah Zorah. Yeah, we were... Uh, Eliyahu, Hanavia, and Harkarmel, right? The, 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 it was... Uh, challenged all the priests of Avodah Zorah to a standoff, right? So it was a tremendous Messiah There's so much so that the, 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 the Gemara says one of the Amaroim was taking lightly the challenge the new of that Avodah Zor presented, he was, spoke lightly about Menashe, the evil king of Israel who may be the tchuvah in the end of his days, whether he is a person who has no and in Olam Abba. So Menashe came to him in a dream and he said to him, that if you would have been around in my days, not only would you have gone to do Avodah Zorah, you would have picked up your robe and held it in your mouth so you could run faster to Avodah Zahra. He said, you have no idea of the drive that we had, the, 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 the inclination the, uh, for Avodah Zahra. The, the Nebuchadnezzar explains that it was, it was a situation where people could see the spiritual powers contained inside of things. You're walking by a giant tree. Like if you ever... Uh, I don't know if anybody has been to uh, Yosemite. been to Yosemite National Park the sequoia trees, the giant redwoods, I mean, those things are, like, enormous, right? They're awesome. But, but we just see the chitonius of it. But if you could see the actual spiritual power that is fueling this thing, right? It was, a person would be overcome with awe. So that, that, that was a tremendous, tremendous new sign that they had. So the Gemara says that when we came back from the after the Churban by and seven years in exile, we came back. Uh, so Hazal davened to Hashem, Nesak Nesakdo, davened to Hashem. They said, "What's the point? You're you're sending us, you know, you bring us back in, right? But the same thing is going to happen again. We're going to we're going to get steamrolled over here by the by this by this Sahara So they davened to Hashem to remove." The Yetzirah for Avodah Zarah, and says that uh, what Hashem answered them. A a fiery lion, like ran out from inside the Kodesh Hakadosh. means it was like a a Zayet Um. So that's why afterwards we we, uh, we kind of laugh at them. We, we, we don't understand it. In fact. The Golden says that the entire, that is awesome, Gemora, Gemora, Midrashim, all have a slightly different details, but basically that when Alexander in uh, Alexander Macedon finished conquering the great Persian Empire and when it was on his way back, and he came to Yerushalayim to punish the Jews because the Jews had not, you know, they had re- retained their loyalties to the Persians. So Shimonet Saad, they came out to greet him, and when Alexander saw Shem'at Tzaddik, he came either off of a chariot or off of his horse, and he kneeled in front of Shem'at Tzaddik. And all the generals said, what, what are you doing? He said, when I was going to battle, the, this man's image led me to victory against the Persians. So, uh, victory was owed to Shem'at Tzaddik. What's, what's the Pshat? So the Goan says the Pshat is, because Shem'at Tzaddik was the Mishere Kness He was the uh, last, Living member of the Ashkenazic Dolah, who had previously—they were the ones that were mivatel—the power of Olazara from the world, and the entire Persian Empire was built on the Olazara. The, the whole, like, imagine you have like all these fancy military um, apparatuses, catapults, and you know everything uh, designed for, and then all of a sudden gravity changes. Like now. It was, know gravity doesn't work the way it used to it's like all your stuff doesn't shoot anymore it doesn't doesn't work like your whole entire army is designed to work in a particular way and then that's like the historians can't can't understand how could you know alexander with like thirty thousand men defeat um who was it darius or something like one hundred twenty thousand men, like four times as many like that's a lot right like you just you should be able to Answer is because it was it was like an empty shell, the Persian Empire. You're just pushing over an empty shell. Anyway, so the point is that that was the that was the Avodah Zarah. So Moshe wants to use this Gemara to to, to explain what what this Pesach is saying. That he didn't do this since the days of Yeshua ben Nun. So we spoke before about the concept of Sukkot. We. Um, first time we see sukus is in the Chumash that after Yaakov Avinu has his time of Yira that he was afraid of Esav Shema Yigar Machet and we said that that corresponds to Rosh Hashanah where we are afraid of the judgment of the kitrug, of the Sotun who he is the Malach of Asaph, so he's a against us to Hashem. That's Rosh Hashanah. That's a that's, uh, that's, uh, day of Yerah. Then Yaakov Avinu Davin to Hashem and he sent a mincha to Asaf. Shema ech He said, I'll, I'll, I'll wipe his face, means I'll, I'll get a kapora from Asaph. Esau will forgive me. That corresponds to Yom Kippur, of course, where we send the Seir HaMishtaleach, the goat that we send to Azazel, and we say, this belongs to you, these, all these Chatoim, all this, this belongs to you, just like Yaakov sent the Mincha, the animals, to Esau. We send the Seir HaMishtaleach and with that, Asaph returns back to Seir. So Yaakov manages to have a separation. He's saved from Asaph. But it's not enough. Where does Yaakov go after this? goes to Sukkos. And he builds Sukkos. And Rav Tzedek explains that after you have, which we said already, The Siach Yishuk says that Melech Ozeru Moshiah, Melech corresponds to Rosh Hashanah, Ozer corresponds to Sersi Mechuvah, Hashem helps to do Tshuva Moshiah is Yom Kippur, like the Pazak says, Hashem Ori Reishi, Ori is Rosh Hashanah, Ishi is Yom Kippur. Which, by the way, Ori is Osio's Yira, in case anyone didn't, didn't notice that. Uh, it's not just, it's not just Osios, So you, you, or, Ori Yira is, uh, is Bethlehem, the same thing. Oh. Uh, so we have Rosh Hashanah is Melech, Ossiasi Ozer, Yom Kippur, Moshiach, and then we added, uh, it's a seemingly uh, obvious thing. I'm surprised it's not written down, but it's clearly true. Mogin is the sukkah. The sukkah is lim- uh, for, for protection. So uh, that's a, that's the, the concept of a sukkah. So, so Rav Tolik explains that. After Yaakovinu is saved from Asif, then he goes to Sukkos, He builds Sukkot because the point is, it's not enough to be saved. So you're saved. Shemeshmuel says, "A person is saved from his evaders and your kipper." Isn't that incredible? You're saved from your transgression. Okay, great. He's gonna catch you down the block before you even have a chance to to, 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 to turn. He's he's gonna he's gonna chase right after you, right? Like. What's the point to give us a kapora for our transgressions when we're just gonna get them all over again? Yeah? So so from this comes out a big soul. That whenever you have a Yeshua, it's not enough to have a Yeshua. It's not enough to have a salvation. You then have to go to a place of mugging, of protection where you're not going to be pursued afterwards Yeah, if there's a person attacking somebody please don't just come and just kind of pull the guy off and say okay, okay we'll see you guys later and drive off right like, you're just going to chase after him again you then have to put in some sort of a safety precaution that it shouldn't happen again so that's what Yaakov did that's the concept of a sukkah I mean, the, the power of a sukkah is to give us lasting protection for that salvation that we currently have, that, we, that we've gotten from Yom Kippur. And that, says our motion, is why as soon as Klausel leave, we finally merit to be saved from the exile, the Babylonian, the Persian exile, seven years in exile. We come back to Israel. What does the Apostle say we did? And the Jewish people built sukkahs. And, and the, something that hadn't been done since the days of Yeshua Ben-Nun. It's a criticism on Yeshua Ben-Nun. Yeshua did not do what they did. They, not only did they come back from the exile, but they, but they removed, they davened, and they removed the Yitzhahara for Avodah Zorah. So that, so that henceforth it shouldn't happen again. That's what it means it wasn't done since the day of Yeshua Benun. all those times you had good kings of course you had good kings you had, you had Dovah the Melech you had you had you uh, had uh, you had very Khashogun kings Who? Yeah, there was ups and there was downs there was downs war Jewish people were serving of all the czar the ups were we were very very righteous but but the point is in in the, when we were saved from those terrible situations of idol worship we didn't Run to sukkah's We didn't build sukkahs to protect ourselves. There should be a lasting salvation. That's what Moshe says. He does not elaborate. He does not go on to help us to understand. So what do we do? So now we recognize that through the tremendous mercy, kindness, grace, of Hashem. Hashem helped us to do tshuva. Hashem helped us to gain atonement. But now we need haganah. We need a shield. We need a, a protection to make sure that this shouldn't happen again. So perhaps we can we can bring a shlo to help us help ourselves. The shlo Kodesh brings a Zohar that says that the Schach represents the realm which the Schach, the Sukkah, is named al shame the Schach. It's called the Sukkah because of the Schach. And the Schach represents the language of the Zohar is the realm of Bina. Now with the Judas we spoke about this realm of Bina and Yom Kippur, those of you that remember, when we went through Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is a very special day. Everyone feels special on Yom Kippur. Why? Like angels on Yom Kippur. We don't eat, we don't drink, not involved in business, not involved in even familial husband and wife affairs. Like the Gemara and Bracha says, Olam Abba, Ainbo, Lochilav, Lochtiah in the of None of these involvements in the physical world. So on Yom Kippur we wear white and we're not involved at all in the physical world. That's why it's called Shabbos Shabbos. Shabbos we desist from involvement in the physical world most of the way. Yom Tov we rest but you could oh Nefesh you could cook Cook food. Shabbos, higher level, no cooking, but you can still eat. Still involved. Still involved at least in eating. Yom Kippur is called Shabbos Shabbos. It's a Shabbos of Shabbos. We rest from rest. It's it's a higher level of rest even. So there, there's not even eating or e- or drinking or familial life. So that is Mamish May Olam Haba, and that's why on Yom Kippur we wear white, and we can declare loudly. Because we're like angels. So Yom Kippur is the level, explicit in the Kadmonim, Yom Kippur is the level of the realm of Bina. We go up, what's Bina? Bina means the world of eight, the world of transcendency, the world of disembodiment, of, of being not connected to the physical world, and being in a state of purity, which is why Yom Kippur is a mikvah. A mikvah means a, uh, a a purifying body of water. It means you you go into a place where there is no inside the mikvah. There's no such a thing as tuma. Nothing uh, uh, tummy exists over there. So yom kippur you go into yom kippur. You you, you go into yom kippur. You spend yom kippur in there. Such a closeness to Hashem is mechaper. But now we've left we left; that we're out. So it's great that you had that salvation. But now, how do you maintain that? How do you, how are you protected from getting recontaminated again? So this is where we bring up the shlo. The shlo says that the schach of a sukkah is also that level of bina, of of thought, of transcendent spirituality. You say, wait a second. But okay, I'm not up in the schach. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm eating. I'm I'm living. I'm eating. I'm drinking. I'm uh, you know I'm living here in in the physical world. Answer is yes. You're living down here. But you're in the shadow of the schach. I mean, there's a there's an overarching. You know, when you say someone's living in the shadow of his father, right? What does that mean? Can you imagine being, uh, you know, whatever is, Michael Jordan's son? Like, you guys probably a looser, right? Like what, what, what could he, because uh, it's always overshadowing over you is, uh, is is the, again, in total we have ways to deal with that, but that must, I'm just guessing with uh, it. You let me know, whoever Googles it first. Um, But but, but the point is that in the shadow means this kind of colors the entire picture. The schach, the, the, the shade of the schach means it colors, it defines everything that happens underneath it. And that's perhaps the key that we need to carry with us. We cannot stay in Yom Kippur. We're not The Torah was not given to angels. We can't be angels. and Hashem doesn't expect us to be angels. But Hashem is showing us that the salvation is in sukkahs. In the intellectual, spiritual connection to that high place. That even though I'm not there right now, I'm involved in regular physical things. But it's always coloring everything I do. It's it's it has its imprint on what I do. And on we get seven days where it's a it's a freebie. You're literally inside the schach, and you don't even necessarily. As long as as long as you um, your schach is not too tall, if it's not taller than twenty amos high, then you, you should, then you'll notice it. And then Leman uh, that, Israel. That, that way you'll know, you, you know where you are, and by the way, notice, an incredible deal of tzaddik makes. It says "Leman yedul dor It doesn't say "Leman like it says by "ts." by other things that you should remember. It says "Ydu. means an internalization, bringing in the thought into your heart. I mean, when we look at the schach, it's not just to remember, it's to know, it's to internalize this concept that we dwell under the providence of a HaKadosh Baruch. That's seven days that we get it for free because we, 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 we have it automatic. We're inside of the sukkah, we're under the schach, and that definitionally then transforms all of our actions into mitzvahs. playing a a game of chess in here, right? It's a mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's it's a mitzvah. Whatever whatever we do. But why? Because definitionally, it's colored by the understanding of what all of life is about. So as long as you're doing that with that understanding, so somehow or another, it means this is helping you to, to be close to Hashem. You're being close to Hashem through this way. Now, when we leave the sukkah, it starts being definitional. And here, the Derek Hashem helps us and says, the difference between sukkahs and actions that are arushus, that are uh, permissible but not commanded, is that a, a mitzvah, a commandment, as long as you're doing it, it's it's a connection to Hashem. Once something is not a mitzvah, then it depends on your intentionality, depends on presence of mind, on thought. If this thing meets three criteria, when I'm doing this thing, there's three criteria that are met, then says the Derek Hashem, it becomes a mitzvah like any other. First criteria is that it has to be that somehow or another it's facilitating your avodas Hashem. It's helping you to serve Hashem either by helping you have energy, you eat breakfast, you have energy, or you're going to sleep so that you'll have a fresh mind the next morning, or you're exercising to stay healthy, or you're earning a living, so you should support your family and be able to buy a pair of tefillin, whatever it may be. Yeah. So it's necessary for, the, for, for divine service. It's not forbidden. You can't be doing the... Oh, I need money for this, so I'm going to steal. Chas Right? So it can't be a forbidden thing. Yeah? And you have to have intentionality. You have to have in mind that the reason why you're doing this thing is because this is a part of your Vod HaShem. And if you do that, it becomes a mitzvah mamash. And that last point, that kavana, that's the schach. That's the, the way to be protected from the Yetzirah is with that intentionality. The Nefesh Achayim says an incredible line. He says that if we would be cognizant of the divine power, and I'm not using this word um, lightly. lightly or loosely, daika, the divine power that lies in our actions, we would the Yat would never get us on a single transgression or to negate a single mitzvah. Why is it a divine power? Very simple. What do we say every time we do a mitzvah? We made a lay shave. I share kidishanu. The you made us holy. That's in a general sense. Share kidishanu bim mitzvah in general. Made us holy with your mitzvahs in general, vidshivonu, and specifically in this act, you empowered me to make a a, a divinely powered action. That's what the Ramchal explains. That's the awesome part. Rafi is playing and coming, or hopefully he'll be coming to listen to the recording at least. Akiva. Akiva Herzvah is about to have a bar mitzvah. So the bar mitzvah boy has to understand that when you become a mitzvah, you're becoming a superman. You're becoming imbued with incredible powers. Divine powers. So Nefeshachim says, if we would understand that every time I have a drink, I have a divine power in me to drink this drink that I should be able to serve Hashem, and if I, and, and I'm thirsty, I, I need a drink of water, and, and I'm going to do that, if we would understand what, what's happening, if we could see the heavenly legions trembling every time that we, that, that we, that we do such a thing, says Nebuchadnezzar, we would never make one Avera and we would never miss a single mitzvah. So, wh- so what does it take? It takes. The power of the sukkah. That's what, you have to go to the sukkah. Well, as soon as you're saved, you have to run to the sukkah. In the sukkah is where you learn to think about your actions. To put that thought, to put that intentionality into into the actions. Because Hashem tonight is Hoshana rabba. The point of Hoshana um, rabba is to put a seal on everything that we've been doing. Is the the final thing is always the hardest. You know, to to make that. To actually score that goal, to actually, you know, close that deal, to actually, you know, break through. To, to that's where the all the obstacles are. At the end, you have to be you have to be a uh, Gibor Ka'ari, mighty like a lion, to, to 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 break through. That's tonight. That's why many have a minug to stay up the whole night learning. Torah is a tremendous, tremendous uh, din. So, just uh, tomorrow morning is a Rabba. I mean, tonight is Hoshana Tomorrow morning, the davening of Hoshana is a long davening. It's almost reminiscent of Yom Kippur. The intensity with which we're davening, asking to be saved. What are we asking to be saved from? We've already saved, been saved on Yom Kippur. Huh? So, answer we said. We were saying the new kippur. Now we're saying, Hashem, please don't let me get caught again. Right? I know that Asim was going to start chasing after me again. I need the protection of the sukkah in a lasting way. And by the way, have um, asked me, how come? How come at night we, in Hashkiveinu, we add up extra bracha? An extra bracha? How, how can we have an extra bracha? It has it not a hefsek between gula and tefilov? Hashkivenu. Anyone know? What? But the language of the Gemara is a geula arichta, geula arichta. It's an elongation of the gula of the salvation, meaning the emes um, v'muna. Brokha after Krishma is the Gaula, we talk about salvation, being saved, and hashkiveinu is Gaula Aruchta, it's an elongation of the Gaula. Why do not need to elongate the Gaula? Keep it short and sweet. What do we talk about in Hashkivenu? We ask Hashem to please spread the Sukkah over us, it's a motion. Right? The poison It's not enough to be saved! After you've been saved, then you need, then you need, then you need Malach, uh, mogen then you need the Haganah, then you need the lasting protection afterwards. So that's the, uh, that's the, uh, it's a different thing. anyam Yom Kippur, we were asking to be saved, we're right there being, uh, about to be shechted by the Satan, by, 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 by the dinners against us. Now we've been saved, but now we're saying... Please help us, to, there should be a gula ruchta, we should be protected henceforth. How are we going to be protected henceforth? In the skhus of the sukkah. Run to the sukkah. And, and in the skhus of the sukkah means in the realm of thought, in the realm of connecting to bina, to kavana, to intentionality. And that is why we stay up Hashan Rabba night. Anshay Mysa, stay up the entire night learning. And, uh, can't do that, but whatever extended person can learn Torah in the Sukkah, the zocha, to have good weather, Baruch Hashem. So then uh, we should be all be Zoha to have a lasting Geula and in our absolute, unwavering connection to the realm, to the world, of truth, to the world, we saw on Yom Kippur where we were able to declare Hashem hu'elokim, Hashem hu'elokim, Hashem hu-elukim. We should be able to live in the shadow of that, not just for the seven days of Sukkot, but for the whole entire year. That's Hashem.